Mark Wilkins and Ben Keenan candidates myself, Paul Ripley and Mike Royce. Uh, today's show, we're slightly late we're kicking off because so much is happening right now across the world still. Uh, I really do think there will be a war soon, by the way, between uh, China and uh, the United States. It's just heating up to be on. Well, it depends who wins, doesn't it? I mean, there ain't enough yeah. time, quite well, enough time to. No, no, because we've got, we've got nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks. And even they, they're not stupid. And, can I say, they're not only not stupid, they're actually actively do- using cyber tactics to make sure that he doesn't win. So uh, they've got a good uh, idea that it, it won't be Donald Trump that wins in November. Uh, it's, as I said, nine weeks away. So what are they going to do? They're not going to kick some off now because, y- y- you know what, the, every single time something kicks off like that, even if it's a minor skirmish, the incumbent gets a massive bounce in the polls. They don't want him to win. They ain't going to be kicking it off. They'll they'll eat a load of crow off him. They'll they'll just put up with a lot of crap just to get to that election. If you want my opinion, and yeah. they are, but and then you've only got a matter of weeks then before the inauguration. So I think we're all right. I mean, if the polls were even now, you might you might think differently. But now the last forty eight hours have certainly helped. I feel. Well, hopefully. Um, today's oh, show, no we have a report from Eddie in Ireland. Uh, and what's going on in Ireland? It's suddenly gone a bit crazy. Um, and also, hopefully, on the lines as well, will be our mystery man, Joe, in Queens in New York City. Reporting back, what's he... You know, he's a man on the ground. He knows what's going on. Um, I was quite amazed that the New York City police are back in... The union is back in Trump. I think it's the union is back in Trump as well, which is uh, quite, quite amazing. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we'll have a report from them too in the next few minutes. Well, within the next hour. Uh, but first, this this is happening in Ireland at the moment, and this guy is a consultant. Before I go there, though, before I even go there, I just want to talk about personal stuff. Is I'm still having these. Um, I've, I left it alone for weeks and weeks and weeks. And there's people here on this station, one in particular uh, presenter, a hippie type guy, very left wing leaning, blah blah. blah and he's sprouting COVID right wing, QAnon, not a nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking there's so many people like this at the moment being taken in by this right wing agenda of of dismissing it. Then coming up with this nonsense behind it about control and I don't power. mind them being a guest just to flavour things up and to actually explain to people. Well, that I'm getting, that I'm getting rid of that. There, I'm but, getting rid of the presenter. But, but I'm just saying, Same. yeah. Well, the, that's the difference. You yeah. see, you just used a word there. I what? said guest. It's all right yes. when someone like that's a guest. It's when they're actually spouting it and they're in control of the format. Wow, crazy yeah, town. It, it's, um, Crazy, crazy things going on. Uh, uh, I just find it quite um, um, bizarre. Well, the you've had yet another. This is something we haven't even discussed on here. The and this, I'll be quick. You've had another, another miracle cure being foisted on the American yes. people by the man. Who Mike is Pillow. a proven liar? Yeah, yeah they had. I think he's Mike uh, Linio. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. May got that wrong. But he's the he's the CEO of this uh, of this company selling these mi- miracle p- 
pillows that it turned out nine states took legal action so he had to change his adverts because he was basically saying they cured neck pain they cured allergies they cured lumbar injuries all sorts of uh, things and it turned out to be patently untrue and here he is again he's i'll tell you something i don't know if you do know this or not paul you know that he's on the board of the company that makes a drug am i surprised I guess not. What's the point of having? But Donald Trump has leadership. him has him on taking part in a COVID press conference. It could be worse. One of his pals could be running the post office. But it's another story. Oh, wow. Have listened to this. I think we have to continue with uh, clear messaging, and I think the public health authorities and government have done a good job to date. I think there was a, a relaxation in society after the first wave passed. Uh, and it's important to see this as a marathon and not a sprint. Um, we are now living with COVID, and for the foreseeable future, we will continue to live with COVID. So sticking with the basic precautions about physical distancing, hand hygiene, cough etiquette, and all of the diligent hard work that so many in society have put in to get us to this point must be continued. But it's very challenging to continue that on a day-in, day-out process. Uh, this virus hasn't changed. The next steps are all about the human behaviour, which will either allow the virus to flourish uh, and spread from person to person or will keep it suppressed and allow us to continue to open society in a safe way. So the messaging has to be this is controllable, but all of us continue to have an individual responsibility um, that benefits society. But it really is what each person does their day-to-day life that's going to have impact on the rest of society. What people do every day affects society. Wear a mask. It's, it doesn't hurt like a ventilator. We're basically a, a planet of selfish balance. We are. And this has proven it. This has shown it to, to the world. It's exposed that we are not capable of rational behaviour and compassionate behaviour on behalf of others. And that's it. There's no other explanation for this. That, that people don't want to wear a mask just in case. Uh, quite beyond belief. Uh, I'm just going to sort it out now. Hopefully, if we can press these right numbers and things on our new system here. Could uh, do with a producer now, couldn't you? Could do with a producer. Um, I don't know. No, it's a, it's a funny world we're living in at the moment. I'm hoping that things get better certainly we're going to be talking a little bit about the democratic convention although it's weird it's a weird situation i'm i'm thinking that the very similar thing will be going on with the republican one but this uh, it took a, a little bit of time for me oh, to get my did. head around what i was watching anyway on the phones should be our man in ireland eddie eddie you there hello paul Hello, you're coming through nice and clear. Can you hear okay, Mike? I can't, he's not talking, so I... I (laughs) No, go on, crank it up a bit. It's all right. No, he needs to crank it up a bit. Definitely. Uh, You're very low there. It's your landline as well, this, I presume. It is a landline, yeah. Yeah, it's a rubbish one. Um, All right. Uh, I think. Can I phone you in, or would that be helpful? Yeah, try try give us a bell. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, I'll phone you back straight on this number. Okay. Okay. That's um, 
had it over in Ireland, but his landline is uh, rubbish because he's in the middle of nowhere, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Riveting radio, this, isn't it? It can't help. It's, te- <laughs> it's, it's, it's technology. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, I'm just saying it's technology. Um, hopefully, you'll ring it any second, and that's it. There we go. Boom. Let's answer it. I can't answer the thing now. We need like a bed of clown music, don't we? We do. I don't know what I'm doing here now because I can't. It's all right. I can't answer. I can't answer the thing. Um, <laughs> is uh, you talk, Mike? Well, let's just get going. Yeah, I'm. I'm all right uh, to talk. Uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Is he here? My God, I think we'd be Hello. Better. Hello. There we go. I finally, it's finally answered. Maybe um, we should swap it for a Ouija board. Uh, it's still rubbish line, but Eddie, do your best. OK. The, the situation over here is uh, we are now worse than England. Um, How? The highest rate of infection in the UK. Uh, there's been a tenfold rise in infection since lockdown, you know, since everything was relaxed. And we now, I know the numbers probably sound comparatively few, but there's 300 a day in yeah, no, Ireland at the moment. Not, not in terms of the population, it's not. It's, I mean, it's like America, where they're going on about, you know, the numbers and whatever, but they've got 4%, I think, of the world population have 25% of the cases. It's all yeah, down absolutely. to proportionality. I mean, so I've no idea how this happened, what's been going on. Well... Since lockdown, obviously, we uh, all the way around uh, the north of Ireland and Donegal are beaches. So loads of people have actually been get, heading out to the beaches uh, and whatever. And you know the beaches are huge. They've been absolutely rammed. I mean, we've been around in various places around here. And it's quite difficult to actually find places where uh, everybody is wearing masks. I know yeah. that's ridiculous. But again, it comes back to... And the clip you played from that uh, virologist was brilliant because he said it's down to everybody. And there are people down here, just up the road here. Now it's, uh, you know, they come out, no, 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 we've been, le- we've been told a pup. It, 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 this was uh, China trying to do something else like that. And they're ignoring the facts. Mm. Totally ignoring the facts. Yeah, the, the, what gets me, this is the thing that annoys me about all of this. I know people that haven't been in a park in the in the last five years even they yeah. they've not been to a beach since they were about 10 years 10 years old or something they've, they've never they've not done any of this and then all of a sudden when you tell someone they can't do something for a little while they yeah. turn into toddlers don't they oh yeah well i was listening to the news here a program in uh, in Derry, and it was about Marin head which is actually north of here but it's actually in the south <laughs> in Donegal and uh, it, the, the uh, caravan parks up there are absolutely heaving they were shut down at the beginning obviously because it was you know before Easter and whatever but they've been rammed ever since people just wanting to go out and whatever and of course when you're outside they think well I don't have to wear a mask outside so they're not wearing masks mm. 
Yeah, but I mean, if they're not wearing a mask and they're sat on their own and there's no one near them for for a hundred feet, that's again, it isn't too bad. But you're painting a picture that sounds like these other pictures I've been seeing in Florida. It sounds like Oldham. Absolutely. I mean, at the moment we've had the um, we had the the chief medical officer and the health minister on this morning, and the health minister has said that today they're discussing this um, at Stormont and restrictions will be coming out from there. And the things they need to do, they're, they're very sh- conscious of the fact, and that this has hardly been talked about, is the number of cancer patients who haven't received treatment all the way during lockdown. There's now a huge spike in cancer uh, patients. Yeah. So what they're going to have to do is bring in um, rules and regulations to make sure they're treated, protect old people in care homes, and keep shops open. Well... Now, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting how they all do that. Yeah, I, I'll say this as well. Here's the problem I, I noticed, and this, and please, you know, don't take this that I'm not grateful. Someone's looking after me. My got this on my ongoing problem. I've been um, going to this, and it, it was on a private scheme that the company that I did work for had me on so you know that you'd think maybe i was getting some preferential treatment but i during lockdown all the time i was at home i'd either be at home or then just travel here to the office and it with a floor apart there was no chance of me getting it whatsoever i had more contact um not exactly safe contact with people every time i visited the hospital and and that's what worried me because i thought you know because they're rushed off the feet they're rushed off the feet the nurses don't have time to come and go oh don't stand near mike he's got a bloody lung thing you you know go over there they they haven't got time to police where people are standing and people are just not no mask because they think they're in hospital for some reason they think that the air dissolved the the breath dissolves you know well here the advice is the, the advice was given this morning if you have any respiratory problem at all stay home oh, do God. not go out right absolutely not you know absolutely not yeah the other thing that they're planning for because at the moment the the r rate over here yeah is uh 1.6 oh right you know now in in various places or around um england you could say it's possibly like that anyway so they're going to have to take these precautions for the whole country um the, the, the issue that the virologists didn't touch on, interestingly, is that uh, we're coming into flu season. So what they've got, now got to do, they've got to get a testing system that tests the difference between ordinary flu and COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, this so, is what we're all dreading. This was the rush to get something under control. And, and I don't, do you know what? I'm surprised because I know a lot of people in Ireland and they strike me as sensible people yeah, the yeah. people i've met they're not this not i've met some real idiots here you know it wouldn't surprise me at all. it doesn't remotely surprise me that oldham is spiking like mad and he's on the verge yeah, of yeah. tipping manchester back into full lockdown and i'll have to yeah. shut my entire bloody company down again and oh. like you say they'll, they'll issue that thing with then i will be stuck at home then Oh, I will not be happy. Um, the, what, they, what they're looking at here was the, 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 the rules are here that if you get to 80 cases per 100,000 people, 80 mm. cases, not 80 deaths, yeah. 80 cases, yeah. that is lockdown. We're currently on 55. Oh. It wasn't long ago we were down in 10s, you know, 12, 13. Okay. So what's, so, what's being done? 
the basically the, the most of the cases are all over in Antrim, which is Belfast, all the way all the way round the you know the the, the near side to um, to Britain. Um, in in Derry, we've had um, 22 deaths the whole time. That's it. Mm. And um, the number of people actually, I've got, I mean, it's daft because, you know, Boris is uh, world-beating track and trace system. Oh, don't get me started on that. We've got <laughs> one here. I've been on it for about three weeks. Yeah. It works. It's fine. I go online. You know, I am being tracked and traced. And, if, and I haven't come into contact with anybody yet who's actually had that because it pings up on your phone. Now, we've got that here. Yeah. But... Um, I think they've got something like 500,000, you know, there's, a, there's hundreds of thousands of people on it. I don't know if it's that many, but there's yeah. quite a number of people on it. And what they're going to try and do is get a lot more people on it. Is that, well, the, is that the Google-based one, do you know? Um, yeah, I think, yeah. well, it'll okay. be Google or Apple. I'm not one hundred percent certain. Yeah, to joint, joint. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not one that a government tried to do. Yeah. You know, they've, they've, it's interesting because obviously we're in the north of Ireland and we've got the south. So, basically, we've abandoned Britain. You know, Britain is, you know, you go and do your thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> you know, and w what we're doing is following the South much more closely. So, okay. You know, so every day on the news, it's the health minister here is discussing with the health minister in the South. Yeah. The, the first minister here is discussing with a T-shirt, you know, and that's actually what's happening. And when the word Boris Johnson comes around, well, I won't tell you what... <coughs> well, no, I mean, he's, he's, he's complete. Look, he's completely fucked it up, and that's all there is to it. I mean, I'm not going to mince words. He's wasted a fortune of taxpayer money at a time when the economy is on the brink. He's, he's given, it's, he's it's a disaster. Yeah, he's given contracts to people who've given money to the Tory party. Yeah, well, no, I know so, how crooked and, it is. All that's going to happen is... They will now give him more money at the next election. Yeah, they will, but but let me I'll just say this. I don't think this A-level fiasco is going to help him no. at the next election. That's all I'm praying. Uh, don't get me wrong, we got it's 80-seat majority, but, you know, if you can flip 40 seats, yeah. we can get to a hung parliament at least. And well, uh, I don't... Yeah. I think that's really... I think if you combine... Dominic Cummings and, and his FU to everyone and his trip to that castle, the, the botching of this track and trace and the A-level results, please, 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 somebody tell me that somebody is looking at what this pillock is doing and just taking notes when it comes down to the next election. Well, the, the interesting thing here, which we've got as well, is obviously that uh, the minister here would not change the A-level results. So we've got people who've, who've got the grades to get to Queen's to do medicine. Right. And they've been turned down. But the people who've actually been turned down are the people generally, and they've been turned down because they don't go to yeah. a, as good a school as people in, in private education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all the people who are in private education have been accepted. Yeah. All the ones from other cases have been turned down. Now, they've, they've come back to some of them and said, well, you can come next year. You know, but don't forget, it's a, it's a minimum six-year course. And, it, you know, if you're going to qualify as a consultant, it's 15 years. Yeah. You know, so what, they've, what, they've do, what they're doing here, they've got that shambles to sort out. It's so the other thing is, tomorrow is going to be chaos, because every student mm. will know already that the grades they get will be the ones their teachers gave them. Yeah. All right? Now... The, the situation now, because of the stupidity of this government, if you don't like your grades, who are you going to go and argue with? 
Oh, I know, I know. Facebook's going to be fun, isn't it? It's going to be chaos. Oh, it will be, and they will find them and all. And of course, Boris, <laughs> Boris, Boris is on holiday and he's uh, not taking calls, apparently. Yeah, I well, know. Well, he do, he do, he's not running the country anyway. It's Dominic Cummings who's oh, running yeah. the country. Him and the cabal of nutters that that are locked in. If if all the reports are true, this him and about three or four of these weird crony types of it that yeah. came from those interviews that he put out asking for what was it? He he actually asked for loonies or something, didn't he? Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah. Beautiful weirdos or something, and um, and yeah, he's got them. And he, the the this country is being run from a little room with him and three three or four of them, and everybody else who questions him. Boris says no, go and and I'd, I'll notice if you've seen with Gavin Williams, Williamson, the yep. this fiasco with the A level is another person. Don't you find this fascinating? Another unsackable individual. Yeah. Why is he unsackable? They're all unsackable because basically, if if he starts sacking them, he exposes himself. Yeah. Can I give you just one other thing that's over here that a lot of people are worried about, and, and the media are doing a lot on, mm. is um, elderly people. Yeah. You know, when you well, when I say elderly, people over seventy and people with conditions, some of them only came out of lockdown about three weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, and that's from March, mm. and there's a fighting chance as of tomorrow. And, and it'll be Monday when, when these rules come into place. They'll be locked down again. Right. And, you know, so you've got people, you know, all the mental health problems that, that have transpired yeah. because of this COVID virus, because of the way it's got done, and I'm sorry to say it's mostly young people because they've been, you know, out yeah. socialising and everything else like this, and they've, given, they've brought the virus home. Mm. You know, that's, uh, that's what's happened. I mean, that's what's happened in uh, Oldham as well. Yeah. And but th- it means that vulnerable people are going to be stuck at home mm. for another six to eight months, well, nine months, ten months, a year. We don't know. Well, do we? I made a couple of predictions on the mental health thing when we were heading into this because I say, you know, it's all well and good. Yeah, you know, we're concentrating on people's health and and the physical health. I said, you'd be surprised what it's like for people. I mean, I'm all right. I've got a bloody garden the size of a football pitch. I've got a few rooms that I can go in and out of and, and yeah, yeah. get out of people's ways. You know, I, I, I can... I could, it was okay for me. I, I didn't... It was still did me head in, and I, was, I really looked forward to the one day a week when I travel in to do the show and because um, and, that was exempt, and I could do that, but... Uh, I, and even that, I was that one day I came in, I was getting to the point of, oh, God, you know, uh, they, thank God for this. If you went through this in a one-bedroom flat with a couple of young children, I, I think you would be on a lot of severe medication by the end of this. I and, know, I know yeah. somebody, and this was in Spain. In Spain during lockdown, uh, she was, um, it's the daughter of a friend of mine, she was asked to work from home. Yeah. She lived in a she lived in a one-bedroom, well, it was a shared room, you know, big sort of yeah. room with another girl yeah. from Argentina. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they both spoke Spanish, so there's no problem with that. And they're both yeah. working from home. So they're working from home, and they were only allowed out to go to the shop yeah. uh, to attend a medical appointment or to care for somebody. Yeah. Right? Now, the last two, you know, they're 25-year-old women. They're, they're, yeah. they're when, when, when did they kill each other? Well, <laughs> the, 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 they were allowed to go shopping, but you had to go to the nearest shop. 
Yeah. And their nearest shop was next door to their flat. Oh, God, so even they, that. They, they didn't have 10 metres to walk. Now, oh. if, they were, if they walked half a mile down the road to yeah. the next one and were caught, 600 euro fine. Yeah. Well, I... I I'm I'm in the Samaritans and you never actually leave when you leave there and I did that for a long long time and I met a lot of good people and, and, and believe me you meet, I've made some of my best friends there and I'll tell you the reason why and I put a value on every, all these other people out there who, who you think they don't get paid enough these guys don't get paid anything and on a night we would just sit and people would have decided to commit suicide, and you've got to listen to them on the phone and as they take the last breath, because you're not allowed to interfere. That's their doctrine. It's one I don't agree with, but I, I go along with it. So you're supposed to keep them companion, give them companionship if they've decided that. If they, if they allow you to talk them round and keep them company and they yeah. change your mind, then that's the ideal result. But I'll tell you something, they started contacting me, and they started contacting my friends um, en masse last week. They're in crisis they can't handle the amount of phone calls all over the United Kingdom right now. We're all being called and asked to come back. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the situation here is... The, and I shouldn't have said that, but, no, but you know, it is happening, and I'd rather people in, know. In Derry, in Northern Ireland, the suicide rate, particularly young men, was at one stage double that of England. Yeah. Now, we've got a big new bridge called the new bridge oh god know, and uh, they've got cameras all the way along it and there's guardian angels who patrol it every oh, night no every night to stop people you've jumping got off. to do that that's... Know, and that that's been going on since before this well that's and that's only going yeah, to get worse that's why he's saying that that fits in exactly what i was getting at them younger people are, are less likely to be owners of a three-bedroom house, are they? Exactly. You know. Eddie, thanks so much for your report. I know no, you've got to go and do your test. And it's good to speak to you both. Thank yeah, you. well, just you take care, won't you, with this going on? I didn't... I, I mean, it's all, I, I don't like hearing it when I actually know somebody. It's bad enough when you, you're seeing it anyway, but when you like somebody and they, they are in the middle of it, it worries you to death, so please take care. Well, I'm in a, uh, I'm in a, a rural location. I'm, yeah. I'm only five miles outside Derry. Um, but... You know, we are relatively safe, but the, the, and the, this is the issue. It's what every single person does. Yeah. You know, every person has got to, every person has got to stick to the rules. If, it, if, if they if they stick to the rules, then we can do this. It's the people who don't stick to the rules that's the problem. God, I know. We'll say goodbye. We'll see you soon, Edit. Keep safe. See you bye soon. Bye bye. Uh, that was Edit over in um, Northern. Uh, Ireland, um, in fact, near London, Derry. It, it makes me mad. In what way? It, it makes me mad that the, the, the stuff he's just been telling me, yeah. when, and it's very similar to some of the states in America where it's going on, and some yeah. of the places here, like you say, and, and with Oldham, they ain't even beaches to blame it on. It's, no. it's not even complicated, this. No. It's not complicated. Well, I'm going to play this little clip then. Oh, by the way, technically... Mm-hmm. For that call where I, I messed up, I realised what I did wrong. What was that? Because I knew technology. Uh, the phone was ringing and I yeah. didn't answer it. Oh, okay, yeah. And then That's I waited it. for it to go over to yeah. one of the, yeah. You do realise that you had a go at me when I managed to mess yes, up my entire ah, show. But I hold my hand up. Oh, I did and all. I didn't want to speak to you the next day because I, <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was my fault, you know. Anyway, Donald Trump compares New Zealand to the States. Quite unbelievable. 
unbelievable. The rest of the world, you know, they were trying to say, oh, we weren't doing now. All of a sudden, a lot of the, the places that they were using to hold up, they're having a big surge. They're having a, and I don't want that. I don't want that. But they were holding up names of countries, and now they're saying, whoops. In fact, even New Zealand, you see what's going on in New Zealand. They beat it. They beat it. It was like front page. They beat it because they wanted to show me something. The problem is big surge in New Zealand. So, you know, it's, uh, it's terrible. We don't want that. But this is a, an invisible enemy that should have never been let to come to this country, to Europe or the rest of the world by China. Just remember it. Just remember it. They faked. Obviously, uh, I don't think there's any comparison between New Zealand's current uh, cluster um, and the tens of thousands of cases that are being seen daily uh, in the United States. Obviously, every country is experiencing uh, its own fight with COVID-19. It is a tricky virus, but not one where I would compare New Zealand's current status to the United States. Look, I think for anyone who's following COVID and its transmission globally um, will quite easily see that New Zealand's nine cases um, in a day does not compare to the United States' tens of thousands and in fact does not compare to most countries in the real world. I'm not concerned about people misinterpreting our, our status. And I just want to sort of, this person on that tape there was the Prime Minister of New Zealand and Trump is comparing what the United a, States to nine cases. The man is. Nine cases. Yeah. yeah. What a wanker the man is. It's. I mean. It's. It, what is this? Is it his base now? I'll tell you what. What's happening? It's getting even worse. You started out with the Republican Party were a bunch of Repub- a bunch of normal Republicans, conservatives. You know, centre right. Some a bit too right yeah. and you got him he comes in and then while he's been in there he's been slowly driving people out and more people have been joining and they've been going more and more mad and then people have been listening to him and then the followers who did vote for him they started drifting off because they've gone oh right so he wasn't worth a punt after all he actually is a an absolute imbecile and then you're getting a core now and that's the problem when he says something like that they don't check. They won't check. They will just assume that that's going on. I spoke to a Trump voter in a bar. Um, this was about two years ago. And this gives you an example of what I'm talking about, where I was just going on about life. He went, oh, what's it? What, how long have you been here for? I said, oh, I'm only I'm here another week. I've just been here a week and then I'm back. And then he goes, all right, yeah, you're having a few problems there, aren't you? When, and I thought, oh, you'll have to be more specific than that because we've had a Tory government for a bit. We've got more than a few problems. And he said, uh, oh, yeah, your Muslim problem. And I went, oh, I said, that's just Fox News. I said... Well, he goes, well, a lot of people watch Fox News, buddy, you know. And I went, well, yeah, maybe, but they're wrong, because Fox News once said that Birmingham, which is a massive city, our, our third uh, capital city in, in the UK, was was a no-go uh, caliphate, and it, was, it wasn't true. It's not remotely true. I said, we don't have a Muslim problem. We don't have one any more <clears> than anywhere else in the world. You've just got certain radicals. And that's it. It's not. And he, and, and he just nodded because he was being polite, didn't want to fall out with me. But no, nah, he didn't believe a word of what I said. And it's the these people will not fact check what Donald Trump says. And it's dangerous. 
certainly dangerous. Hopefully, in a few moments on the lines from New York City, we shall have Joe from Queens uh, and see his response on the whole uh, matter. Um, shall we try it now? Let's have a go. It's ringing. Well, it's a start, isn't it? Is it we've got, got calls going on. Hello. Hello. Hello, Joe. You're live here on Fab Radio. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the show prior to this call. We've had a few problems on telephone systems. Uh, but you're sounding very clear. Oh, very good. Um, how's New York City? Uh, well, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely grey day with, with um, a nice light rain falling at the moment. Good lord, it sounds like here. Sounds like Manchester. <laughs> it, it looks just like Manchester outside my window. Yeah. Right. Uh, what I want to talk to you about is the... Um, well, I don't know if it's true or not, for example, but I noticed on a tweet by Trump the other day that the New York City police force are supporting him. Uh, yeah, so that is true. Um, the So in case you're not aware of who the... Uh, specifically are have endorsed the president from the NYPD. It is the New York City Police Benevolent Association. Yes. Um, right. which, which is the labor union who represent uh, 24,000 approximately uh, sworn NYPD members. And I'm aware um, of this payment at, at some point here, aren't they? Is that right? I'm sorry. And and would there be any payments to this benevolent fund from anyone, or is that me <laughs> well, just being well, cynical? Okay, so it, it, it actually this will take the conversation in an interesting direction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the 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 PBA the, is, is the labor union that represents the the rank and file police officers, and they would be what's considered in America a public sector union. Mm. Now, you may have heard a few years back, uh, there was a major Supreme Court-level case here in the States referred to very fittingly as the Janus case, um, not because of Greek mythological, mm. uh, mythology, but because the name of the individual who started the case is actually Janus, yes. in a strange twist. Janus was a public sector employee from, I believe it was Illinois, uh, he didn't like what his union was doing politically and uh, decided to take them to court, uh, which led to uh, an escalation all the way up to the top-level court in America. And the Supreme Court determined that it was no longer legal for labor unions in the public sector to um, mandatory collect dues from its membership, and they created a system of what's called opting out. So now if I was a cop, if I was hired by the NYPD, I could opt out of paying dues to the union okay. in today's world, so this which is, is Republican yeah. policymaking. Yeah, this is to uh, undermine. The, we've, we've had years of it here with Margaret Thatcher as prime minister trying yeah. all these tricks. They just defund yeah. the unions. They're defunding it, and yet legally the union still has an obligation of fair representation for all of its members. Right. So even the members who have opted out and are not paying into the funds, 
benefit from representation of the union. And in a very fitting uh, example of just strange world that we live in today, this union has officially endorsed President Trump. And of course, they did it in his uh, bed, Mr. New Jersey uh, yes. golf club, wherever. Yeah. Yeah, where uh, he's know, been doing a lot of these. Yeah, he's been doing he's been doing a lot of these COVID press releases there with with a load of golfing buddies cheering him right. on. And do you, you you wouldn't believe how badly that plays on the media over here because we're just watching it in disbelief. It's disgusting, and so th- there you have it. You, you have a bunch of wealthy, huh. uh, predominantly you know white male. Uh, individuals who are in, in power, yeah. uh, sitting outside in a wealthy community in a different state, yeah. not even in New York City. Oh, no. And, and the fees, the uh, of, yeah, like at that golf club, the fees as well, and and it's just crazy, isn't it? So how has it been taken on by the local community? I mean, what's their thoughts? Or people not bothered? Or they just they, they know about it all the time, so they just ignore it? What's the word on the street? Uh, it's, you know, the, the divide that we talk about a lot is, is, of course, prevalent here as well, like anywhere in this country. And there are some people who, um, no matter what happens in today's world, the police can do no wrong. And they are going to stand behind the blue line and support the police. Uh, and they feel that that is their obligation as a citizen of, of America, and, and it's representative of the, the psychological police state that we've been living in, especially post-9-11 here in the city, where police officers have been escalated to hero status, which is not what they are. Um, mm. So you have that side very strongly represented, in, especially in certain uh, neighborhoods, which, uh, as you would expect if you follow the voter records, those neighborhoods happen to also very strongly support Republican politicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, yeah. And you find, you know, you, you find the common thread between uh, the politicians who they're supporting and the police union and the people who culturally support the police being the, you know, systemic racism that exists and, <clears throat> and is, is applied uh through the police force and how they police the communities. Those communities, big surprise, tend to be predominantly white communities. Yeah. Um, so it, it, whether this is all conspiracy or not, those are simple facts that are difficult for me to ignore. On the flip side of that, we've had uh, some really fantastic victories at a local level here in New York City mm. with um, politicians who are endorsed by the Democratic Socialists of America yeah. and are uh, leading the charge to defund the NYPD. Um, so it's it's. Can, can we just go on that mark there? Defund the New York Police Department. So lots of people that's a scary word because suddenly people think you want to defund it. There'd be no police, there'd be no protection, and criminals will rule, which is what Trump's sort of pushing into. That's what he wants people to believe, but it's right. not the case. So what do you read it as? Uh, I mean, my opinions on this are a little bit 
extreme, I'll admit. Uh, I think that we need to tear down the current structure and rebuild it. Uh, the fact is the NYPD are, in my view, no different from any other street gang who have come and gone over the history of this great city. That's uh, a frightening thing to listen to a New Yorker come out with. That, I mean, good God. I mean, I don't, dis, I don't disbelieve we, you, but everything I've seen supports that as well. It's just the way that it's... it's it's just the way they behave for generations now. And when you have multiple generations growing up like myself and like my children, uh, you know, and the people who raised me with this uh, distrust of the police force and this understanding that they're not there to protect us, they're, they're there to monitor us and they're there to punish us. And, that's not what policing should be. I feel safer walking down the streets of Manchester than I do walking down the streets of New York City. And it's not because I'm worried about somebody robbing me or sticking me up. I'm worried about how the police are going to behave mm. uh, when I'm passing them on the street. And <clears throat> it, they're, they're just irrational here. The laws are irrational. The enforcement of the laws are irrational. Their budget for, um, which was, you know, trimmed back on in a false attempt to satisfy the defund the NYPD movement, their budget was reported as being $6 billion for, mm. for next year. My goodness. And it, well, it was brought down <laughs> to about $5 billion. But really what happened is they just reallocated funds mm. from one department to another to give the appearance as though they've done something. Yeah, this is it. why with all this culture going on and we got, we're going into this election and it's uh, and I said for about a year now, I've been saying I, I wasn't sure whether Bernie would get over the line or whether it would end up being fixed and it would end up Joe Biden. But one thing I did know absolutely was they would try to make sure it was Kamala Harris who was the VP. Mm. Uh, no doubt about yeah. that. And, and how ironic it is to me that you've got all of this problem about policing and that's a massive, massive issue to everyone. And you basically get a, a, she's a cop. She's essentially yeah. a cop. I mean, she's, yeah. I mean she, she decided that what a great idea to criminalise truancy and yeah. then all of a sudden people are getting locked up for the kids not going to school. So who's that? Is that going to affect the person who lives in a big house who can just hire a nanny or a babysitter? Or is it going to affect the woman who's a single parent who's having cancer treatment and overslept? <clears throat> That's right. it. They, they, I think it's an absolute disgrace. Don't get me wrong. I'm in a state where uh, that guy is that dangerous now, with my, in my opinion, the way he's flouted your emoluments clause, the way he's, he's sending troops in for all the, to all the, he wants to do it everywhere. I mean, the, that, that bloody stunt he pulled in Lafayette Park was astounding for me to watch, and he's holding up just so he can hold a bloody Bible upside down. But the, it's, it's just, Yes, what what a goddamn disappointment, you know. Um, it, so the whole thing is a disappointment. Yeah. But I, I, if if I may, I'd like to divert to uh, you know where we could be looking, mm. as opposed to simply uh, you know regurgitating mainstream media's coverage mm. of of 
what I consider to be a disgrace of a Democratic convention, and certainly mm. next week will be no better with the Republicans beating. Well, we have... Well, considering uh, they've got the two people who pulled the guns on the black activists as, as guests, uh, that's what I've heard. <laughs> they're, they're speakers. Uh, Those two nutters are that speakers. Wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But there's a party that we can look to in America that's doing things in a way that has strategical plans to, to make things better in this country, and that's the Green Party. Mm. And right now the Democrats are actively seeking to suppress the Green Party. Right. There are, there, there are. Uh, let me see here. I want to make sure I get this right. <clears throat> the the Democrats have sought to block Green Party candidates from being on the ballots in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Montana. Mm. They have also, uh, the, uh, in an effort led by Governor Cuomo here in New York State, uh, seeking to eliminate Green Party candidates from the ballot because they understand that many of us uh, are going to support Howie Hawkins for president over Joe Biden. And so the Democrats, in a a hilarious example of hypocrisy, Mm. are actively working covertly to legally remove Green Party candidates from the ballot. And the way that they're doing this is they have, for example pushed legislation over the years that have made it uh, nearly impossible for a candidate to get onto ballots in lower elections. So, for example, to get on the ballot for the House of Representatives in the state of New York, you need to have 3,500 signatures. You need to have 4,000 in Arizona, 15,000 signatures in Illinois, 20,000 in Georgia. And this goes on and on and on. And to put it in in comparison to, to the U.K., if you wanted to run as an independent for the House of Commons of the UK, how many signatures does it take? Is, is it, is it uh, 50, 100? 10. 10. There you go. So if, if you wanted to lead mm. your own charge and try to get in to represent your local district as an independent outside yeah. of the political parties that are dominating the spectrum there, my understanding is you would just need... Ten signatures. Yeah, yeah, Well, what Paul was getting confused is it's that's to run for leader. That the fifty. Right. If you, the, if you're in the parliamentary Labour Party and the leadership election comes up, you need fifty people to put you forward. That's just right. to get them Yeah, votes. and we're, and that's why our guy Jeremy Corbyn got in because he got one person above <clears> that. And it, got here's, here's my fear about the Green Party. Uh, it did okay in um, Germany very well. It's done okay here and then some Green Party um, members have been in the studio we've talked to them, chatted yes. them and they're more left than Corbyn generally mm. speaking on the policies now what they want to achieve regarding the earth is admirable uh, and you support anyone with a bit of sense would support it however the social side of it is very very left wing somebody put it that way um, how and, it, and to me just like Biden is an acceptable face for Democrats the Green Party, I don't think, for the majority of people, is acceptable. No matter what um, our friend here in New York is saying, it's the same, because it applies here as well. It's acceptable for here. Well, I, I just want one other push, push this forward. What worries me with with this? I, I'm not saying anyone should get suppressed off any ballot. Oh, I think not. whoever should be on that yeah. ballot, if they, if they want to run, just let them run. Mm. But I, I would be worried 
that you've got this strategy that the the Republicans are doing with Kanye West, which you probably think, well, who's going to vote for him? Well, you don't know how many. Um, if you've got too many choices on there, you don't. It, Ross Perot managed to. Um, interfere quite a lot with the outcome of of one presidential election and and trump can't get in again and and i'm not saying you just put oh it's so disappointing like say i'm i I I wish we were in a different place i'm so disappointed to hear about the police in particular in new york city because when i was there i i got help yeah you you have looked in the mirror though haven't you what you're saying you're white (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) <laughs> I had help. I have had help there, but but I'm, it's saying you know the land of the free, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and what you watch on TV and blah blah. And the whole myth regarding the USA is falling to bits. Real in reality, in term, it's not. It's, we it's been a it myth be. from the very beginning. It's never. It's never been any different, and in my opinion, it hasn't even particularly gotten worse. In fact, it, it's it's you know this country is an experiment that was flawed from the very start, and it's a country that's oh, built God. on the backs of the working class. Yeah. It's built on the exploitation of the working class. And in fact, before we get too far along here, in regards to voter suppression, the primary issue that you don't hear either party talking about because it benefits both of them at different times when they choose to use it is that we're still operating under an electoral college that was specifically yeah. designed I hate to suppress the voters and ensure that white America would maintain its stranglehold on this country. Yeah. We need to get rid of the Electoral College. And have you heard a single Democrat say that? Never. Have you heard any Republican say that? Of I, course not. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm more surprised. I know. I'm more surprised, though, that the Democrats wouldn't want to tweak it in some way because it does... It's it's meant them losing the it, they've won the popular vote twice now in in two yeah. decades and lost the election and it must hurt and you'd think then the next time they got in like when Obama got in I thought well we got we got the house now you know you you've got you've got control you really have won and I I just think that was such a squandered period that that <clears throat> that four years they they could have got away with anything and I would I would have gone for some electoral reform i don't know what because it's a big country you've got there and yeah it can easily be gerrymandering it's so easy to get away with it really is isn't it um yeah well question i want to ask you though i started to show off with this my warning regarding china and the states uh mike doesn't think it's going to happen because it's about elections i still think there's time to get there yeah are you worried about the whole situation regarding china and uh, and a war really not at all. Not so. Uh, I, I I haven't <laughs> I haven't spent one moment of time worried about that. To be honest, um, it, you know this this country manufactures the, the majority of its products at this point in China. Uh, it, it, it serves every politician and every leader of every corporation in this country's best interest. How by any means necessary with China, they're going to figure out what they need to figure out and and you know that'll be that it's 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 no different to me than just simply you know another day on the trading floor so to speak it's it's one power with Mm. one system arguing with another power with another system and at the moment unfortunately on this side of things we don't have leadership who can respectfully sit at a table 
so you're going to have these moments. But, uh, you know, the, the real concerns I have uh, are, are more uh, on a smaller scale to that big picture. But what I've been focused on is my personal attachment to the live events industry, yeah. um, which I don't think yes. anybody will be fighting wars over anytime soon. But mm. I wanted to say while on the air on your program, I applaud the U.K., for lighting itself up red, the BBC's coverage yeah. of, uh, of of the cause to save the live events industry was fantastic. Mm. And for anybody listening stateside and for anybody in the music business who's listening to the America, North America it has put out a call to action yesterday uh, to light it up red. Yeah. And uh, on September 1st, Hopefully, many of our venues and establishments will participate in a similar action. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the live events industry uh, is is. I own a, a live. Than... I own a live music venue. I've owned many yeah. of them, and, and I've worked. We've got mutual friends that were the shows and the events you've put on have been on in, and yeah. I. Um, I mean, a long time I owned the Witchwood in Ashton, and all these places they just lay dormant. I, I can't. But here's the thing: I can't, with any <clears throat> conscience, even if tomorrow they said open um, mine, Satan's Hollow. I I don't have the confidence to do that there because yeah. I'm watching this madness all over the world, and I I just think it'd end up shut again, and maybe permanently if I did that. I'd rather wait just until we're further down this road and we've yep. and it's been ignored here ignored ed they and did you know terrible your 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 thinking is shared with so many others at the top at, you know from the top level of the of, of of the industry all the way to the bottom we need to be safe before we return and have events yeah. we can't put a group of people together in a room safely yeah. anytime soon you're gonna kill your and staff because we can't do that, we need help. Yeah, our governments are ignoring us. Yeah, and the the, the people who earn a living by being forward facing in society as politicians, they wouldn't be able to address the public without somebody like me there to put a microphone in front of them. No, they need to help us, and they're not doing it. They're failing in the UK. They're failing here in the oh, states. Yeah. They're failing across the world in all different types of political systems and it, it you know it's, yeah, it's really quite a proud moment scarier when yeah. uh, they did the big march with all the uh, carry cases down the road yeah. it looked brilliant um but it's didn't do anything it. didn't do anything it. but at least it started a discussion with some people who weren't aware i think we've just got to keep talking about it and going on about it until people realize that because this will not go back to normal when this is over they'll they'll be this will be bereft of the arts the way this is going well never mind the arts i think what's quite all, all arts well really it's quite quite clear the government are supporting say for example ballet compared yeah. to a grassroots oh no yeah you know they would support that they yeah, are, yeah. have support and mm. supported that classical music will support yeah. that mm. but the big money earners for our country and certainly this city and certainly new york city is the theaters and the live performances and gigs and i'm thinking is, it, is this it over is it mm. done with um because how long can these companies survive how long can they go on? How long can you go on, Mike? 
You know, there's, a, there's a time, isn't there, where you could say, Well, there's a time it. where... where over with. He, Done I, with. I, I can Job's get, over. I, I'll tell you, if this had happened ten years ago... <clears throat> I'd 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 be back I'd be back practicing law now because <laughs> I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have kept this going and it, it's just just happened to be we we've done really well and we built up a really big strong stable business but some other people are, were just at the beginning of that journey and they've already shut down we know at, at least I know ten venues at least that have gone for good I know the two big ones have been bought out by though yes. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there seems to be then, then, then the the independent goes and the big corporate. Oh yeah, the person who's bought the two. I don't want to use. I don't want to say Aaron Mellon's <coughs> name, but he's um, he's he's a guy who loads of money that his parents give him, and he's he's uh, one of these rich guys who just wants to buy them all up. Uh, that's not in the interests of Manchester. Yes, yeah, no, strange. and that's not going to help the workers long term. And at the moment. In addition to the fact that all these venues are shut down, the ecosystem that thrives off of these events and venues happening is suffering Absolutely. immensely. And it's, 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 it's difficult to even measure the amount of the effects from the bodega on the corner who doesn't sell enough product to pay yeah. rent anymore because there's not events happening to the restaurant, to the bar, and, and, and why, everywhere you yes. look why surrounding that venue. Why isn't this front page news? Why isn't this front page news? What, um, because, the, because there's a Democratic convention happening where we're all witnessing cheerleaders get excited about uh, a fixed system. Yeah. So it was like the United... It everybody was, it and, was, and yeah. It was it, sorry. It went out of its way to open up with the with uh, it looked like a United Colours of Benetton advert parody. It was just, fairly quite odd. <laughs> it's it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. They're attempting to suppress the progressive left wing of the party by bringing on Republicans and by showing their ability to work across the aisle, as they love to say. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything that John Kashish has to say. I don't want to hear anything that most of these people have to say. And why aren't you in Washington doing something right now to help us? Why are you focused on a convention being kicked out of their homes and losing their, their benefits while they're stuck with no ability to work because the industry they work in has been shut down and there's no options mm. for us? On that note, though, Joe, we're going to have to finish the show now. We've run over time. Um, it's a sad way to finish the show, but it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. It's the absolute <laughs> yeah, it's truth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we do appreciate your time and effort you put into the, the Mancunian candidates. You are a fellow Mancunian candidate. Uh, Thank you. We will see or hear from you in the next next week or the next week after. Keep safe. Very Keep good. Keep safe, mate. I look forward to it. Keep safe. Cheers. Uh, the wonderful, we have run over time. The wonderful Joe Definitely. from Queens, we won't say his surname because we don't. Yeah. He gives us information. The truth, really, what's going on there. And it's quite scary regarding the police in particular, which was I found worrying. Mm. Um, no, but well, it's a shocking thing to hear a New Yorker come out with because they, when you grow up in the UK yeah. and we're watching all these cop shows and these, these you know, we all grew up in the 70s, 80s watching all these cop Hill shows Street and, Blues. and, and oh. all that, yeah, and they were, the, your cop, they were the heart of gold, you know, yeah. you know that, that like, um, that, 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 you know, Irish-American cop uh, yeah. stereotype, the, the salt of the earth, yeah. you know, and and it turns out maybe 
it's just bollocks. On that note, we'll say goodbye. My name's Paul Ripley. And I'm Mike Royce. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.